And we're recording. Hi, I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the Isle Seeds. Well, of course, we don't have superstar Kim Schultz, because she took another vacation for two weeks. But uh, she's well-deserved taking that vacation. But I got Derek, the toy maker, Neil. How are you, Derek? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. How are you? I, you know what? I'm doing okay, even though we got a big, big event coming in uh, next week. But everything's looking good so far. So, <laughs> But I'll tell you what. There's uh, on... Uh, on... Uh, uh, on the, uh, what channel is this on? Uh, <laughs> on uh, KSCF. Uh, on Netflix. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah we got, uh, there's uh, three uh, uh, Fear Street movies. And we're going to review those movies right now. And, okay, in the first movie, in uh, 1994, Heather Watkins... She's just a store employee that's murdered by her friend, Ryan. And so uh, the cops come after her, and, uh, and they, uh, they kill uh, uh, her. The guy who came after her, they, they kill him and all that. So the media reports uh, a massacre in Sunnydale. Not, yeah, and then I thought... Um, they, uh, they, uh, they said they, they are the Myrtle capital of the United States. And meanwhile, the visiting neighbors in uh, Sunnyvale are the complete opposites because they think they live in a rich, uh, safe city that's the safest in the whole country. Okay, so there's six friends who come across... They accidentally, uh, kids are just being knocked off one after the other because they realize there's an agent, uh, evil, responsible for their brutal deaths. And so they all come together and and it's like, welcome to Sunnydale, man. So, but I'm telling you what, I, for this first movie, the biggest thing on this is Kira. Um, I can't remember, uh, Kira Ma, uh, Kira Macedon or something like that. Um, I thought she was great at playing Dina, and the whole cast in this is outstanding. And I, this movie is it's funny, but there's some really great scenes in this movie as well. And I just thought the whole cast was great in this. It was written and directed, uh, co-directed by uh, Lee uh, Jangsik. And I thought he did a great job. And I think the writingness in this movie is excellent. And I can't tell you how much I was surprised by how good this movie was. Everybody on this cast is excellent. And... I just, I was uh, very, very impressed. And and I like the relationship between um, uh, between uh, 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 Mira and uh, and her brother and all that. I think that right there, 
and her brother is played by uh, uh, Benjamin uh, Foss Jr. And I thought that they, they acted like they were really brother and sister because sometimes they get along and sometimes they fight, but they always stand up for each other And when it comes down to the nitty-gritty. And I thought this movie was fun. It's, it's uh, suspenseful. And I, like I said before, I liked every uh, second of this movie. And we're going to review the next two movies because they all come together. But I thought this movie was really, really entertaining. And I, I liked that there was some really uh, uh, great murders in this uh, movie as well. Because you can't have a horror, a suspense... Uh, without some uh, uh, funny scenes and some brutal blurs. Come on. You can't do that alone. But I just thought this movie was very well written and, like I said before, brilliantly acted. I'm going to... What do you think of this movie? This was uh, really good. Uh, One thing that I I tended to forget when uh, I was watching this was that this is based on a story by R.L. Stein. He's a great writer. <laughs> he, he is a great writer, uh, but he's more known for, uh, for, for children's horror. Uh, he did the, the Goosebump series and, oh, yeah, and yeah. things of that nature. And he's, he has done more adult uh, 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 content, but he really does have a knack for doing, you know, he's been called the, the Stephen King for children. Yes. And... Watching this, I almost forgot that he, you know, he wrote the stories that this was based on. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, very well uh, done. Uh, I, I especially like the uh, uh, the kind of uh, 1990s vibe to it. Uh, it kind of does us a little throwback to all the uh, old horror of the 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was that was really nice. Uh, I, I I have to give this one uh, uh, three out of four stars. Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm sorry, I'm gonna give the first one three out of four stars. I enjoyed every second of that movie, and there's some throwbacks to some old horror films too. You know, and oh and yeah, I, I just and I was uh, uh, this first one. I was completely blown away by, and yeah. So up comes Fear Street in uh, in in uh, nineteen uh, let's see what nineteen seventy eight, ain't that right? Yeah, nineteen yeah so, yeah. But I, I, okay, so Sunnydale, it's uh, nineteen seventy eight, and school's out, and so all the kids are out uh, uh, just messing around and and you know so all of a sudden there's a uh a, a camp going on it's called uh, camp uh Ny- nywig and i thought uh, i thought man this is really good this might turn out to be a, a pretty good story hey i wasn't disappointed in this i thought i thought um this movie is uh, so well directed and uh, there's all kinds of uh, stories in this as well because there's somebody that's urged to kill. And I like that whole part of it because I didn't find out 
till the end what was happening. And I kind of liked that part of the story. Um, and I thought it was very well directed. And I thought that um, I love the relationship between uh, 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 Ziggy Bergman and Cindy Bergman. I like that relationships. They don't get along uh, you know, when they're together. But I tell you what, they stand up for each other when it comes down to go time. And I like those two characters in it. Uh, it was just, it was so good. And once again, it's uh, written uh, by uh, Leith Ganjank. And then uh, also he does part of the screenplay. And I just thought that this movie was uh, uh, so good. And it kind of led, led lended us into Fear Street Part 3. Because I thought that this movie... Uh, was kind of a, a nice uh, takeoff, um, a conclusion, and I liked this movie. This movie is, I got to give this three out of four stars. This movie is so good, and I love the relationship between the, the two sisters. That was very good, and also a lot of the people from 1994 are in this movie as well. Mo uh, and both all three movies. And I like that part of it too. I thought that just really added uh, to the continuation of a really well-told story. And once, uh, once again, um, LL Stein, and he knows how to write. And I was completely surprised by, by this. And I was surprised by the first one. I was even more surprised by this one because I thought, okay, they're going to make another one, you know, and I thought, oh, this ain't going to be, you know, I, I go into all movies with an open mind, except for M. Night Shyamalan, and we won't talk about him. But anyway, <laughs> but I just, I just thought this movie was so entertaining. And there's a lot of, there's great violence in it, and there's some comedy and everything. This is just another great uh, movie, and I'm going to give this three out of four stars. What do you think, Derek? It, this was definitely a, a great continuation. I think part of what helps with these three films is that they were filmed back-to-back -back, uh, yeah. with the intention of being... They were originally supposed to be theatrically released. Uh, in fact, 20th Century Fox uh, had actually uh, had the distribution rights originally, Yes. Uh, up until up until the Disney purchase of 20th Century Fox, at which right. point the uh, uh, producers sold the uh, uh, rights for uh, uh, release to uh, Netflix. But they were all filmed back to back, so you didn't have this problem of continuity getting lost over a period of years or you know whatever, like you do with most movies and their sequels. Yeah, uh, there are a few that kind of you have you know. The only perfect sequel I have ever seen is Aliens uh, from Jim Cameron. It's yes. a perfect sequel because it changes the type of narrative that the film was. Uh, right. In the first Alien, it was uh, it was more of a, a sci-fi horror, whereas Jim Cameron decided to bring some action into the story. Right. And he used uh, uh, the concept of the Aliens as a way to give this narrative about the Vietnam War, you know, the unwinnable war. Yes. Uh, 
And so that made it a perfect sequel, where you changed everything about it. But you can't do that too often and have it be a success. These movies do it quite well. You know, first the first one, it's this 1990s horror motif. You, yes. you have you have the the the, <laughs> par- the paranormal stuff going on. Yeah. And then this one starts off with the same characters, uh, and it's a continuation of their story, but it's a flashback movie. Yeah. So everything is. Basically, it's telling the story of what led to the events of the first movie, but it does it in a way where instead of it just being a prequel, it's a flashback, which I think is much better. The the whole prequel thing has been a craze ever since the 90s with Star Wars, where everybody's like, let's tell the story of how it all started. Yeah. (laughs) But, But this did it in a way that was more organic, where it instead of it just starting off telling us how it all started, it starts with the characters that we already knew. Right. And it's, we're seeing things through their eyes as they're learning. You know, and that's essentially what this movie was. And it was great, great fun to watch. The, the camp setting kind of gives oh, the, the, oh the Friday the 13th vibes. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, any any movie that takes place on a on a campground, one of the first two movies that comes to mind is either Sleepaway Camp or Friday yeah. the Thirteenth, and this did that beautifully. I this is another. It's three out of four stars for me. Yeah, because uh, 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 Michael Myers and Friday the Thirteenth and all that. I mean, I, I mean, uh, I just I just love the throwbacks. And they did it quite well. And I was just like, wow, this is a fantastic movie. And, you know, it's just, um, I just think well, that, I just think that kids, uh, if you're maybe 15 or older, you would enjoy this too, because I I just think this movie is uh, all, uh, we got to review the third one, but I just thought this movie was, uh, uh, there was no bad parts in this movie. None. You know? No, they're, they're, it, it was produced beautifully, and, and most of the cast are, are unknowns. Uh, I mean, they're, they're probably known by the younger crowd more so than us. Uh, the only name that really uh, uh, pops out to me uh, is uh, uh, oh, uh, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Uh, Maya Hawk. Yes. The first one, who who right. is uh, the daughter of Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman. And you can tell yeah. that, you know, she's the daughter of Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, she's really the only person that, that, you know, you can really see as being someone who, you know, she'd been in the Stranger Things as well. And now, there yeah, are a couple others throughout the series that that have been in other things as well. But for the for the most part, it's a cast of unknown. Uh, I get the impression that most of the crew that worked on this were probably independents. Uh, this yeah. wasn't a this wasn't like a a major studio undertaking. It, it, no. it wasn't like this was produced by Universal with with uh, two hundred million dollars to blow. 
<laughs> they they definitely took their time and, and they cared for the material. You can tell that by, by the production values. I tell you what, man, uh, this this movie is, uh, like you and I both said, just as good as the first one. And I think this one's even a little bit better, like you said, because uh, there's all kinds of scenes in it from, you know, older horror, horror movies and all that. And I like that part of it. And once again, like I said before, the directing, the writing, the acting in this is so good. I can't even tell you how good this movie is. And also, I want to see uh, all these actors move up in their careers because uh, I think they're going to do some really, really outstanding work, I hope. So, but yeah. I'm sure they will, especially with, with Netflix being the platform they're on. I mean, it, uh, quite a few actors uh, and actresses uh, had got their start doing something with Netflix. You look at the cast oh, yeah. of... of uh, Stranger Things, as an example. Oh, God, yes. A lot of those kids have gone on to do other stuff in for other studios. Uh, some of them, you know, you have them going on to do, like, the new It movies. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, uh, Finn Wolfhard, I think, is uh, in the uh, new Ghostbusters Afterlife, yes, which is, is. going to be yes, which is, is going to be coming out this November, which I'm very excited oh, for. Uh, you know what? I cannot wait to see that. I can't it really wait looks to like see that. I've already got a fan theory about what the movie's about. Uh, the the my my idea from what I've seen so far is obviously it's about the grandchildren of Egon. Uh, yes. But based on some of the paranormal characters we we see, like for instance, we see some of the the. Uh, uh, Hellhounds from the first movie. Oh yeah. I I su I suspect that Gozer's trying to come back. Right. And maybe that's what this story is all about. Maybe Egon had yeah. known that Gozer wasn't taken care of, and that they only postponed what Gozer had planned. And Did you see the last trailer uh, at the very end? It's Bill Murray. Uh, it's Dan Aykroyd, actually. Oh, was uh, it? Oh, I thought it was I, Bill Murray. Yeah, I had to watch it a couple times. That was yeah. Dan Aykroyd's voice, and it makes oh sense because it looks like he's inside that that uh, paranormal <laughs> bookshop that he was running in Ghostbusters. Oh too. God! I, oh my God! I, I mean, those are just great movie memories, man. And the fact that it was directed by the uh, by the son of the director of the original films. Yeah, uh, tells me that he he's really doing his best to make sure that it's paying homage to those original films and yeah. and uh, uh, carrying on that same kind of work. And I I think the problem with the uh, the the 2016 Ghostbusters is they made it an all out comedy. They shouldn't have done that because it's right. not an all out. Yes, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two they are comedy movies. But they yeah. also took the paranormal stuff seriously. They took that stuff seriously. The, the effects were serious. The, the just paranormal like characters were, were serious characters. They, they, they were in, they were genuinely scary. Uh, you, yeah. you had the, the the decaying corpses of, of taxi yes. drivers and stuff like yes. that. So it wasn't funny, goofy uh, ghosts. You know, like with the new one where you had a ghost dragon, which 
which didn't make any sense whatsoever. No, it did not. <laughs> it didn't. No, but you know what? Um, I, I just, you know, this is just like uh, Fear Street. There's some funny parts in this. Oh, yes, yes. But, man, but there are some really great horror scenes in these in these movies, man. And I, I like how they filmed this. And, you know, I, I didn't, I heard about this about, about a year ago. And I said, okay, well, that'll be worth watching. And then all of a sudden it's out and, oh my God, it's just, uh, Fear Street, I think, uh, is a really great movie, all three movies. So, yeah. Okay. Fear Street, part three. One, uh, 
I can't tell you too much about this because I might give it away, you know. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard because uh, – but when you watch these movies, uh, you'll be highly entertained. And I love all the characters in these movies. And Leif uh, Janczyk is such a really – great director i didn't you know i thought wow he's a really outstanding director and i just loved the uh, the relationship <coughs> between uh the the whole cast and you know it's just this movie i can't tell you how wonderful this movie is and uh derek uh, derek i bet you agree i'm gonna give this three out of four stars again i i just can't tell you how good I watch these movies uh, for two nights, you know, and I tell you what, I was highly, highly entertained by how this movie worked, how it was directed, and the wonderful, wonderful acting in this movie. I, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to give this all three movies three out of four stars. What do you think, Gary? Oh, absolutely. This was. Definitely three out of four stars for me as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like... Uh, one thing I got is that the Sarah Fire, uh, to me, uh, she seemed like she was more of a... Uh, I, I, was, I was empathetic for her. I, I was too! <laughs> she was a character who, who just had a run of bad luck. Uh, yes! She was she was essentially mistreated because of who she was, which is generally how the the witch trials went. Uh, if I can remember some of my history of all the uh, 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 people who were put to death uh, uh, for being yes. witches during the, the the Salem witch trials, uh, or any or any of the witch trials at that really. Uh, because they they didn't take place in just Salem, they they took place all over uh, most of the Eastern United States as well as in in Europe. Uh, but of all the 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 trials, and I do that with air quotes, uh, only one person openly admitted to being a witch, and that's over yeah. hundreds of people that were killed. Most of them died from torture, refusing to confess. You know, they would do some of the most ridiculous things, like they would tie you to a rock and, and or tie you to a chair and throw you in a lake. If you floated, you were a witch, and then you were killed. If you if you sank, then you were not a witch, and they would give you a Christian burial. Uh, they would pile rocks onto you uh, until you confessed to being a witch. And either you were crushed by the rocks because you refused to confess, or you confessed simply to get them to stop torturing you. But that only led to your hanging. <laughs> so, you know what, though, man? I mean, uh, can you imagine being buried by rocks? I mean, yeah, heavy yeah. rocks? <laughs> yeah, they, they would literally pile rocks on top yeah. of you until, until you confessed to something that, that you probably were innocent of. And if you died from from uh, uh, being crushed, then they'd be like, "Oh well, I guess they were innocent. We'll bury them uh, and give them a big Christian burial." <laughs> that's that's like the 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 worst uh, uh, type of criminal justice system you could possibly have. 
right next to the current criminal justice system that we oh, have. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the, the, it definitely gives, you know, an idea of, of how, how Sarah was this, this yeah, she was just a, she was a character who, who just had the, the, the horrible luck of, of being born in a time when she was not accepted. Uh, right. Like refusing the advances of, of the, the, of the young boys and, and running off with girls and, yeah. When, when, when somebody's treated like that, of course they're going to lash out in some way. So she, you know, finds the book. And that's where it's all, yeah. that's what it's all about, the book. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, man, that, that, oh man, I can't, oh, go ahead, Derek, I, I'm sorry. I, I love how this, this, this uh, movie, uh, of course it, it picks up from the last one, and the last one, the, the, yeah. one of the characters starts having a, a vision of the events uh, in 1666 in, in uh, town. Yeah. In which she's seeing things from the perspective of Sarah, so she gets to see how things transpired to get to where they had to do what they needed to do, uh, and of course, then it, it breaks up back to 1994, where where our, our our heroes have to complete what they were setting out to do to be able to get everything to stop. And I love how it was all done in a seamless and non-intrusive way. It wasn't one of those things where suddenly it's 1666 uh, or suddenly it's 1999. It was all done organically, and, and, and I know I'm using that word a lot, but that's just what it is. These movies are very organic. Everything yes. plays out so well. Uh, it was just absolutely great. And all three of these get, you know, three, star, three stars out of me. Uh, oh, yeah. I like the movie, fact three movies and three stars. Oh God, that, has that ever happened? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think. Now it helps that these movies were all you know produced and directed and, and by, the, same by the same people, and yeah. and they were dealing with the same stories and yeah. Yeah. But it's, also, it's, I, not, it's not like it's not like you know we're having to try to you know critique the Star Wars trilogy and then yeah. the Star Wars prequels and then the Star yeah. Wars sequels. Or... Yeah. <laughs> but also, I like the fact that Dina in the show is, she's she's gay. I like yes. that part of it because um, and she, she has a lover and all that stuff and she moved away and blah, blah, blah. But I like the fact that she is such a strong confident gay woman and I like that I like that part of her story and yeah I mean it's just you know I just I um, I just love it uh, she was with Heather who was gay and she moved away and all that stuff but I like that whole part of the story too I thought that was a good side story to what's going on in, in Sunnydale which is uh, terrible witchful evil and I like that part of everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I, I I just I can't even tell you how great this movie is, man. It's uh, really really good. So, um, well, coming up next week, next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, it's uh, Slash a Bash. 
uh, Horror Sci-Fi Film Festival. It's been around now for 16 years. We had to stick, stick, uh, stick, skip two of them, you know, because I had my strokes. And then uh, last year we couldn't do anything. But I just, uh, I, I, we're bringing in some great guests. There's going to be some outstanding movies. And you can get your tickets uh, now if you go to slashandbash.com or you can buy them at Vintage Stock. Or you can go pick them, go pick them uh, uh, out of the uh, at the uh, T Pack box office down below where we're selling tickets and all that. We're bringing in so many, so many good directors, so many good actors. Um, it's going to be so much fun, and I think everybody's going to very much enjoy doing this because it's been a long time since there's been anything. Uh, at anywhere that's been done in in Topeka, and this is the sixth. This is annual slash and bash. It's been around now for sixteen years. Hard to believe, and I think I've been a part of all that. But anyways, I have. But this is so <laughs> much fun, and I'm I'm so excited to do all of this. And I tell you what, Derek, you're you're in it with me all the time on all this. I think this is going to be a really great film festival. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I certainly hope that uh, uh, everybody has a blast while doing this. It's yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be there. Uh, uh, my wife will be there. You know, we'll we're gonna have a whole bunch of uh, friends and and. A lot of people there to say hi to uh, Marty Langford, the director of the uh, uh, Fantastic Four documentary Doomed. Yeah. Uh, uh, a, a number of oh. great filmmakers. Jay Underwood, who starred in the yeah. original Fantastic Four. That's right. Jay Underwood, the original uh, 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 Johnny Storm from, from the 1994 uh, Fantastic Four film. The unreleased, and, and we will we will be showing not only the documentary but the the original uh, film as well. And I saw Jason, uh, the documentary done by Marty. Yeah, Langford that's too, right. So, yeah, and, and and some of you, uh, uh, if you're you're uh, young enough, might even remember Jay Underwood from a little film called The Boy Who Could Fly. Oh God, yes, and don't forget Uncle Buck. That's right. <laughs> yes, yeah. Also, Victoria Price is going to be there. And, right. and she's going to go, she's going to show, um, she's going to show the, oh, uh, House of Wax. Oh, come on. She's going to come out and show uh, House on Haunted Hill. She's going to come out and show uh, 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 The Raven. Uh, three different nights, three different movies. I mean, and there's so many other Great actors. We're going to bring in uh, uh, Dylan Fallen Harvey. Uh, she stars in uh, Backwoods Bubba. I bet you guys have never seen Backwoods Bubba, but you're gonna. I think you're gonna enjoy it. I tell you what, it's you can buy your tickets, like I said, um, at uh, slashabash.com. You can buy it at Vintage Stock, or you can be, uh, just come out and buy them. Uh, right at Slash and Bash's ticket door, man. It's going to be so much fun, and I, I can't wait. So, Derek, 
uh, I'm Keith. Uh, by the way, Derek, uh, the toy maker Neil, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And then next week, guess who's coming back? Kim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kim Schultz is coming back, and yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So, and all oh, next next week, guess what? Guess what we're going to review? More movies. Yes, thank you. We're going to review uh, uh, Let Him Go. It's on HBO Max. We're going to review our, our friend on Prime Video. And then we're going to review The Last Letter Done From Our Lover on a, uh, on uh, on uh, Netflix. Sorry. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I, I'm so excited to do everything. Uh, because we're going to bring in movies, not just slash a bash. We're going to show a bunch of movies. Uh, be, you know, by the end of the year, we're going to show some really, really great movies. And I want everybody to come out and have fun. So I'm Keith the Critic, and this is The Isle Seat.